much. Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you. Thanks. No, please sit down. Please. Come on. Still going? All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Welcome to the Drew Barrymore Show weekly recap podcast. My name is Abby Sullivan, and you were just hearing our brand new theme song produced by one of my best friends, the multi-talented Keaton Tennant. Yes, yes, he is great. He is great. It is Crafts Week, as you know. It is Craft Week. Well, it is day two of Craft Week. So let's get our crafting on. Crafting exploded this year. And we are here for Craft Week. When you just need an escape from fear itself, turn to crafts. Hashtag Craftcore. This is perfect considering it's Craft Week. Um, it's Craft Week. The whole week is about crafts. Uh, apparently. So the whole concept of a themed week feels like a direct gift from the producers to me, Abby Sullivan. It became clear from day one that Drew, I'm willing to wager, is not herself a very crafty person. I doubt she's ever had to make a craft. Uh, I doubt she's ever wanted to make a craft in her entire life. Um, and therefore has never made a craft um, besides maybe like watercolors with her children or something. And um, this week, they got some hardcore crafters in here. And it was a spectacular disaster. And I cannot wait to talk about it, but first... It is Monday! <laughs> wow. I Where to begin? I don't even know where to begin with Monday's episode. First of all, I just wanna say that it was live TV at its best. I feel so sad for you if you weren't watching this episode live. I can't think of the last time I've watched live TV and been on the edge of my seat quite like this. Just mouth agape, tears in my eyes is how I was watching at least the first half hour of this episode. We all know we had quite a weekend, all of us, every single American around the world, people had quite a weekend. Not only was it important for the country, but it was important for Drew Barrymore. I woke up really nervous about what to say, and it's a good thing I've been practicing talking to a camera for years by myself, because, well, welcome to this show. And it was really touching, it was a great speech, she seemed nervous, I will say, because I think there is something kind of risky about doing that kind of speech on this particular sort of show, but she did it anyway, and it was really good. And so I thought very quietly about what I could say today about this moment in our country. And I think it is wonderful that I got to sit with my daughters and see them imagine their own potential, because every human is full of equal possibilities. This year when my daughter Frankie asked me what the meaning of life was, I was like, cool. I had a moment of divine intervention. I did, I closed my eyes and the answer was so loud and unobstructed. And I opened my eyes and I said to her, Frankie, I believe the meaning of life is we are here to take care of each other. You could tell she was really nervous. Like I said, she was, legit the entire speech on the verge of tears and she did cry sometimes um which is typical if you watch this show you know that happens a lot so it's not really a surprise to any of us loyal viewers where it got uh, particularly interesting for me was after the speech 
um, segueing, having to segue from that into morning show content, there's no smooth way to do it. And this is gonna be the oddest segue ever. <laughs> been wanting to do a thing on this show called word of the week i think she was like jittery from the nerves of making that monologue because the segue did not go well at all and it's perfect for today so this is my dictionary it's important to me all right let's roll the graphic word of the week yes and our inaugural word is, my dictionary is upside down, that should tell you everything, is intrepid. God, I love live TV so much. I, every TV show should be live all the time because this is so delicious. When the monologue ended, they cut away. Not only, <laughs> when the monologue ended, they cut away, but they didn't cut her mic. <laughs> totally just decompressing from everything that just happened. And you know what? We love a self-aware queen. She knows what happened. <laughs> and she, to her credit, she dropped that book and she straight-faced moved right on. You can, you have to watch the video. You can kind of hear it. Like, she does not crack a smile. <laughs> she drops the book and makes the loudest noise you could possibly imagine and she just rolls right along. And that is how a professional does it. But folks, the live TV magic did not stop there. It absolutely did not. Um, in fact, it was only just beginning. The next segment I'm gonna kind of breeze through, but it was phenomenal. For her first craft, she worked with her correspondent, child correspondent, Jonah Larson, who was trying to teach her how to crochet. Now, it felt like she had never seen yarn in her life. It went so, <laughs> it went so bad that eventually um, a stage manager or someone had to come up on to the set and help her find a loose piece of thread to begin her stitch. Um, and you know, I don't have a fun sound bite from this clip, but I did want to bring it up because I think this is the kind of bad at crafts representation I've been really craving on TV for my whole life. And um, so thank you, Drew, for that. Um, it was very validating because I am, I too hate crafts and I'm terrible at them. Um, and for that reason, personally, I don't make myself do them on live national television every morning. But, you know, you do you. And it was wonderful to see. Refreshing. <gasps> Zoe! Yeah. Okay, that sound means we're moving on to the Zoe De Chanel interview. Now, I was personally very excited for this interview because I just kept imagining, you know, the combined quirk of a room with Drew Barrymore and Zoe De Chanel in it. It would be off the charts. But ultimately, Zoe was pretty sedate for this interview and um Drew, of course, was her normal, energetic, buoyant self. It ended up looking like Zoe was on Quaaludes next to Drew. But that certainly didn't stop them from getting down into the important questions. What is the difference between boys and girls? I'm so fascinated. And then I think to wrap up Monday, much like Drew Barrymore, we'll wrap it up with Drew's News. Now, Drew's News took on a different kind of flavor today. There were absolutely no news stories <laughs> in Drew's news today. It was just an interview with a supermodel 
who makes masks, I think, for charity. Um, and that was it. And um, I guess we'll leave Monday with my favorite quote from that interview. And I wanted to jump right in by showing you two pictures of me. Tuesday. Next. Okay, I officially have beef with whoever in production keeps giving this woman dangerous objects. Um, her craft today was to make a wooden coat rack. I'm gonna move this big wet piece of wood. That involved a, a high-powered electric, what are they called, <laughs> screwdrivers? Oh my god, what are they called? I don't even know. But it feels like that video of the toddler with a knife running through the backyard. She is too delighted. And I just feel like at any moment, a major injury is going to occur. Um, Ashley, you are an absolute inspiration. And I thank you so... It's really on the edge of your seat TV. And it's always so apparent to me. I like to guess what's going on behind the scenes. I, of course, don't know for sure. But I'll talk about it like it's fact. I am imagining that she does not rehearse this because it seems like, again, same with the yarn. It was like she'd never seen, oh, power drill. That's what it's called. It's like she'd never seen a power drill before in her entire life. <laughs> Certainly never held one because she could not make the coat rack. And I love the moon. I love her so much. Yeah. Well, what you just heard was a soundbite from Drew's interview with Rebel Wilson, which was very good. Again, I will reiterate, I love when she interviews the comedians, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about Drew's news. Man, hot beast. Women make baby. She did a story about um, what is commonly referred to as granny panties coming back in style. And, um, it turned into a riff. Let's face it, women just called it. They're like, screw it. Who can, you know who's gonna see my VPL? My three-year-old. I can live with that. I actually am concerned about VPL on this show. I take my job seriously. That was a big thing in the 70s and 80s for women. It was like scary. VPL was a thing. I think they should let her just riff the entire show. Or they should turn Drew's news into a comedy segment like Weekend Update because it kind of feels like it's in an in-between stage right now. Like she makes jokes about the stories and the, but the stories themselves are like inane. So I, I find that I enjoy it the most when she riffs and she just kind of goes off on her own tangents and makes her own jokes because she's really, she's funny. This show would not be what it is if Drew Barrymore was not funny. And so ends Tuesday, on to Wednesday. There is someone on the set with me right now, and I'm asking her not to talk to me. Amy Sedaris is who she's speaking about. <laughs> Amy Sedaris was on the show, and I was about as excited as Drew was, I think. I'm fine. 
finally about to truly hook into a woman who so many of my friends know, and every time they talk about it, I'm like, shut up, stop bragging. I want to know her. It's Amy Sedaris. Wow. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt too. Um, they both have such chaotic energy that I knew it was going to be explosive. And it was. In my mind, I was thinking of it like a competition, like which one of them is going to be more chaotic. And it ended up, surprise, surprise, being Drew. I am, I, I think I'm going to go catatonics. Oh, you like to clean. Yes! Uh, that donut is going to end up in my mouth. And then I personally, I learned something new every single day. I watched the Drew Barrymore show. Today I learned who Robin Bird is. By the way, have you ever been a bird watcher? And I don't mean Robin no. Bird. Remember Robin Bird? <laughs> yes, I like Robin Bird. Why I moved to New York City. I'm not gonna really get bogged down into it right now, but I encourage you all to Google it. That's bird with a Y. That is bird with a Y. Aside from the Amy Sedaris craft segment. Drew interviewed Milo, Milo Ventimiglia. I don't know his name, but he is so handsome. And he, he looked very handsome on the Zoom. I thought that, and I'm pretty sure Drew did too. What is, what is your favorite crayon in the Crayola box? Periwinkle. Periwinkle, it's a really nice blue. It is like a purple blue. Yes, it's the best yeah, color. Yeah, really subtle. Yeah, What's it's beautiful. Cutest name because it has wink in it. I always liked forest. Forest. It was like a strong green, but it wasn't too bright, and it just reminded me of being outside. Yeah, I, I will not look at forest the same way. Ugh. It felt like this is why I don't watch The Bachelor because it felt like watching two extremely hot people on a date, and that makes me so uncomfortable, especially when it's supposed to be an interview on Veterans Day. I mean, look, by all means, get it, girl. I'm not judging either of them on this interaction. I'm merely saying that it, oh my God, just being a captive audience to it, oh my God. All right, it is time to talk Bachelorette as an ongoing social experiment. I'm watching Bachelorette for the first time ever. Drew has said before, um, before I started this podcast, I saw her say in an episode that she hates reality TV, which I can't relate to, but I understand it. I can't imagine. I imagine her sitting down and watching classic films like black and white movies, not 90 Day Fiance necessarily, right? But there's something happening <laughs> where... Her producers, I think, are making her talk about The Bachelor. Like, it, watching her try to talk about this show feels like I'm watching a hostage video. Drew is being forced, it, it feels like at gunpoint, to talk about The Bachelor. I think there's someone standing behind the camera with a gun pointed at her forehead and saying, talk about this show. We have to do it. The women watching this morning show, want, they watch The Bachelor, so you have to talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> and then Drew says, okay, I can talk about The Bachelor, but you have to let me carry my comically large dictionary around all the time and show it to the camera. And you have to let me teach people new words. You ha if I'm going to talk about The Bachelor, you have to let me teach people new words. And then she pulls a gun on the producer and is like, you are going to let me bring my dictionary on stage. That's how, you know, I like to imagine the, you know, I work in TV, so I like to put myself in the shoes of, you know, the behind the scenes. And that's what I think is happening there. 
And I, I like to wonder, there's no way this woman sits down. And isn't that show like three hours long? It's like the longest fucking show on TV. She's a very busy woman, okay? There, is there like a PA whose job it is to watch The Bachelor and take minutes? And then like email it in a PDF to Drew Barrymore for her to read? She definitely does her research. Like she knows what she's going to be talking about. But there's an, I, she's not watching it. I can guarantee you that. And that's really it for Wednesday. So let's jump into Thursday. Lucy, hello. How you doing? I'm going to kind of breeze through Thursday a little bit just because that's what I feel like doing right now. The highlight for me was, um, of course, it is still craft week. Please don't forget that. It's still craft week. And um, she had someone on and they made doll a doll coat. So they made kind of um, clothes for a Barbie. But... You know, you can't have dolls around and not bring out. Courtney! Exactly, Drew. This devolved <laughs> into Drew completely derailing the segment and playing with the dolls for a good 30 seconds, which in TV time is long. You're... You know what's weird? <laughs> Godzilla versus Mothra. It was phenomenal. I learned nothing, but I gained everything. Drew's News was another wonderful segment today. I don't know what the hell she was talking about, but I really was glued to my TV for every single word. I've never wanted to physically fight a book, but hi. Libraries and ancient scrolls and cognac swilled by philosopher kings. Well, I don't wanna smell like that. Yes, I'd swipe right on that Tinder profile. Hot for books. It's Friday, it's the end of craft week. You're like this, <laughs> all day long. Hot tips. I see your doggy barking, he's like, oh, oh, oh. I guess that's more of a wolf, but. <laughs> By the way, look at his expression. <laughs> the thing that's been stuck in my brain from this episode is actually not something that Drew said, it's something that Emma Roberts said. I've never seen her be a real person, if that makes sense. Like, I've only ever seen her acting. So this was, the vibe, the feeling I got was creepy. It was creepy to watch. And she said something that I can't get out of my brain and I can't stop thinking about. I mean, for me, I'm like, I feel like I've been doing this concept on Valentine's Day with my girlfriends where, you know, at this point, even, my friends that have husbands were like, we want to hang out and like go get sushi and watch a movie together on Valentine's Day. And so that's always been like the best celebration to me of Valentine's Day. I believe they call it Galentines. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yes. Galentines? Galentines Day. Okay, I love that. So, Emma Roberts, you're telling me that you independently invented Galentine's Day? You, Emma Roberts, you are. You, okay, you independently decided with your friends to get together every Valentine's Day without boyfriends and husbands and spend the day together, and you have never even heard the word Galentine's Day? You, you'd ha you've never watched Parks and Rec, Emma Roberts? You've never seen Parks and Rec, Emma Roberts? Parks and Rec, as many know, in invented 
the term Galentine's Day, but even if you don't know that, the origin of the word, you've heard of Galentine's Day because you're a person in the world. Um, so that, to me, is something that I, I can't stop thinking about and I think um, will keep me awake tonight. Please welcome Big Bird. Yes, you heard that right. Drew's News had a very special guest today and his name is Big Bird. She interviewed Big Bird and she also interviewed this little boy who um, named Kavanaugh who helps his community and she gave him a bunch of money. Now moving on from that very quickly, I am obsessed with the way she pronounces CVS. Guess what? If a surprise mountain crops up between me and the CVS, I'm ready for that surprise mountain. That's one of those things that I'm gonna adopt. I'm gonna start saying CVS instead of CVS. There are a few Druisms that I've I've adopted from this show. The one that I think of the most is now every time I eat mac and cheese, I send my friends a picture and I say, I'm going to motorboat this mac and cheese. Because Drew said that once before eating mac and cheese and um, it really resonated with me and it's something that has always stuck with me. And CVS is one of those things too. By the way, what bird is fitting in there? Why are bird house holes so small does the bird like become liquid when it goes through these because i don't get it and it's every birdhouse the openings are literally the size of a quarter i think they can fit so How? i think they're small you know we're not talking about pigeons or seagulls <laughs> but it's like every birdhouse has really small holes you know i i will i will look into that great question drew i love a celebrity that is suspicious of birds and how they work um, this is something I've also often wondered. Why are birdhouse holes so small? Her investigative team, um, she should have an investigative team figure that out. I think that would be a really good bit, actually. Wrap it up. Edit. Oh, yeah, that sound means we're out of time. It's the end of the show. Um, thank you again to my friend Keaton Tennant for making our theme song. Um, I love it so much. Um... Please follow my Twitter. You can find some additional content on there. It's at TDBS Weekly Recap. Um, and yeah, I'm going to keep putting out weekly episodes, I guess. Um, also, Drew Barrymore, if you're hearing this, hi. <laughs> <laughs>